This is a Hawaii Rising podcast special. I'm Kenji Cataldo. I'm Suyuno Amos. We're gearing up for our next round of interviews with HPF's new cohort of community partners, which we'll start putting out in the fall. Today, though, with La Ho'i Ho'i Ea right around the corner, we're sharing a special episode about how this holiday was celebrated by the Lahui last year. We attended two of the many community celebrations which took place across the Pai'aina, the original event at Thomas Square, as well as a newer celebration at Poka'i Bay in Waianae. HPF is stoked to be supporting both of these celebrations again this year. Check out HPF's social media feeds for information about the weekend's festivities. The Poka'i Bay celebration in Waianae is tomorrow, Saturday the 29th, and the celebration at Thomas Square in Honolulu is the next day on Sunday the 30th. A little background. July 31st is La Ho'i Ho'i Ea, Hawaiian Sovereignty Restoration Day, a day commemorating the restoration of the Hawaiian Kingdom in 1843. After the U.S.-backed overthrow in 1893, La Ho'i Ho'i wasn't celebrated for decades until Dr. Kekuni Blaisdell revived the celebration in 1985. Last year, after almost 40 years of community celebrations at Thomas Square in Honolulu, the state legislature officially recognized July 31st as Sovereignty Restoration Day. HPF has helped support the Thomas Square celebration since 2006. Last summer, we put out our interview with current organizers of the Lahoi celebration in Honolulu, Imai Kalani Winchester, Noilani Goodyear Kaopua, and Mahina Kaomea. Here's a clip of Imai explaining how the modern revival of Lahoi Ho'i'ea came about. Hello everybody, my name is Imai Winchester. Um, I am one of the organizers um, for Kalahoihoi'ea, which is the famous celebration of our independence, which was marked by the famous model, Uomaukea Okaine Kopono. On July 31st in 1843, over 100 and something, 70 years ago, um, this famous declaration was made by Kaui Keoli Kamehameha III um, in a large national celebration that would become the first uh, public park in the Hawaiian Kingdom. Today we call it Thomas Square. Um, but at this site, uh, a grand celebration was held at the official return uh, of Hawaiian sovereignty to Kaui Keoli and to the Hawaiian Kingdom um, by Admiral Richard Thomas, um, whom after a short and brief five-month occupation by the British rogue agent Lord George Paulette and his buddy Richard Charlton, um, who took control of um, the small kingdom uh, for some time, uh, lowered all the Hawaiian flags throughout the kingdom uh, and raised for a short time the Union Jack. Um, and so on July 31st, 1843, um, the lowering of those Union Jacks um, and the raising and the restoration of the Hawaiian flag and Hawaiian independence uh, was celebrated throughout the Hawaiian kingdom, um, established in 1843 and carrying on uh, for decades later until the illegal intervention and occupation by the United States of America, of which we are currently struggling against. Um, so contextually speaking, the reemergence uh, of Kalaho Ehoi'ea um, was directly impacted by the illegal overthrow and intervention and occupation 
by the U.S. who systemically tried to eliminate and replace um, not just our language, not just our culture, but also our national consciousness, our memory. Um, and in doing so, the process of Americanization, which um, attempted to replace um, that identity uh, of who we are and who we've always been uh, with the colonial structure uh, that we struggle against today. Um, and so in 1985, uh, a very important and renowned doctor, uh, hematology, uh, Dr. Richard Kikuni Blaisdell, um, who many consider one of the four founders of the modern Hawaiian independence movement, uh, became radicalized um, and conscientized after his return from uh, his time in Japan, where he dealt uh, with the ramifications of um, the U.S. military machine, um, with the dropping of the bombs on both Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Uh, he volunteered and went um, to the front lines, and there he served. Um, and he was so moved and inspired, I think, by what he had witnessed and what he had experienced there. Uh, he even adopted a son, uh, a young boy who was orphaned um, during the attack. And he would later bring his son uh, back to Hawaii, uh, where he would eventually meet uh, his wife, um, I think over in Chicago at a medical school. Um, and they raised their children together uh, here in Hawaii. Dr. Blaisdell was incredibly important and a, and a pioneer in, uh, in medicine, specifically one of the critical founders of the School of Medicine here at Hawaii. Um, he also had a couple of friends who went to war uh, and fought in Vietnam who came back uh, influenced uh, by black revolutionary thinkers. He began to open up to a sense of his Kanaka identity. Um, through the discussions that we have with people like Imai Kalani Kalahele. Um, and these leaders really helped to awaken uh, a sense of Hawaiian-ness in uh, Uncle Kekuni, um, both as a Kanaka as well as a patriot in Aloha Aina. Uh, and by revitalizing and remembering and reconnecting those critical parts of who he is, who we all are, it really awoke um, Dr. Kekuni Blaisdell um, to his role and to his kuleana, to his people. Uh, one of the things, of the many things that he did uh, was to begin and establish and sort of resuscitate the national celebration of Kalaho Ihoi'ea through a grassroots movement um, that he funded uh, with his own uh, checkbook. Over the years, La Ho'i Ho'i'ea celebrations have been popping up all over Hawaii and even on the U.S. continent, as the political consciousness around sovereignty and Hawaiian history has grown. On Oahu alone, there were three celebrations last year in Honolulu, Waianae, and Waimanalo. We decided to split up and participate in two different celebrations. Suyuno held down the HPF tent at Thomas Square with a bunch of our community partners, and I headed out to Poka'i Bay to join Malama Makua, another longtime grantee. So Suyuno, what was Thomas Square like? Yeah, Thomas Square was absolutely full of people all day long. 
there was a stage on the elevated area at the Baratania Street end of the park. And then the ceremony happened on the King Street side of the park surrounding the statue of King Kamehameha III. There were so many people to say hello to all day long. I was just constantly bumping into folks from all different areas of community. And then conversations kept getting really beautifully interrupted by greetings from someone's friend walking by. It was just an awesome vibe. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. And so you recorded some short conversation with folks at Thomas Square. What were some of the themes that came up? Yeah, I noticed a lot of people were commenting on how this event was such a big turnout. Um, Hawaii People's Fund had three tents set up to house a few of our community partners. And we ended up having Mauna Kea Education and Awareness, Kalao Ke Kahuli, Ma'i Movement, Kalahui Hawaii, Hawaii Worker Center, and Molekumu brought a bunch of huli for people to take from our tent, and Hawaii Peace and Justice set up their own tents right next to us. Um, I got to speak with Polani Kahakalau Kalima and Wahinehula Kayo of Kalau Ke Kahuli about their childhood experiences of Lahoihoiea and the fun that they experienced on this holiday growing up. I grew up coming yeah. to La Hoi Hoi Ea because of my parents and so I remember being like three years old coming to La Hoi Hoi Ea and celebrating La Hoi Hoi Ea here on Oahu. I was telling Polani, um, we didn't get like summer vacations, like we didn't get to go to Disneyland. We got to come to La Hoi Hoi Ea during the summer. <laughs> that was like our Oahu trip, our family trip. So yeah, oh, awesome. So this is my first, I believe. Oh wow. I might have came here when I was a child. But yeah, this is as far as I can remember our first and her first very first novel. She's yeah. so sweet. Thank you. Kealohi Kiamno is one of our current board members who is also remarking about her younger memories of this event. Yeah, so back in 2013, um, La Hoi Hoi Ea was four tents. I was one of the four. At, um, Native Hawaiian Student Services was representing, talking about, you know, how do we make sure that Native Hawaiians and, um, you know, pursue higher education, you know? So, our, you know, we were representing Native Hawaiian Student Services under UH Manoa, and it was like maybe 50 people <laughs> back in 2013, 2012. Um, and so it's so wonderful to see how um, the Hoi, Hoi AI has just been kind of just been like, this is one of the, the one of our biggest holidays for Native Hawaiians and our community and our Lahui. And it's just tripled in size. I mean, look how it's just been massive. Like everyone's here from, and I've been reconnecting with all my. Um, my past, uh, yeah, the past community, my member, my community members that I haven't seen in so long. At one point, I got to take a quick break with Kyle Kajihiro from Hawaii Peace and Justice before another curious passerby walked up to their tent. So, how's the day been going for you so far? Uh, it's been going good. Yeah. Yeah, this is a nice, uh, nice gathering, biggest one I think ever. Yeah. That's what everyone has been saying today. Yeah. I think everyone was hungry for this kind of space after a couple of years off. Yeah. But also all the organizing that's been going on. Right. Have you been having some good conversations with folks? Yeah, today? Excellent, excellent conversations. It's amazing how much people already know about Red Hill and all these things. So I think it's getting across to people. Awesome. And linking it to the question of sovereignty 
the question of it gets to the question of why Hawaii lost its sovereignty, uh, why it's important to regain it, um, and when you talk about Red Hill, it brings it all together. Yeah, that's awesome. How's it going for you? Good. I'm running around doing all kinds of different things, running into all kinds of different people, which is awesome. It's been great. I feel like every time I've started to have a conversation with somebody, like doing this kind of semi-formal interview or whatever, it's like uh, we always get interrupted with somebody coming up to say, "Oh, hi," yeah, right. you know, which is awesome. <laughs> well, I that's, love it. Yeah, I mean, that's like the energy of the day. I feel like the, these events have always been like that. Like this is where you sort of you have to do the round, mm-hmm. and you get to visit with everyone and catch up on things, and you know, share what's happening, what's the news, with different issues. Yeah. So, yeah. It's going to gather super important. We were so stoked on Kalani Pua Oi's Ulu Chowder. People are literally still talking about it a year later. Um, and that, along with his huli from Mole Kumu, were really great contributions to the day. Has it been busy over here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Do you guys come here every year for this? You do this every year? Last year we were at... Oh, yeah, right up. Last year you were at Y&I. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. So good to see you. Good to see you too. Each year, La Ho'i Ho'i'ea Honolulu honors two kupuna aloha aina, one living and one deceased. And last year they chose to uplift mana mahu, honoring Hinale Moana Wang Kalu and Dana Koaiki Olores. Here's some of Kumuhina's speech from Thomas Square. The legacy of our people, our beloved flag, our language, our culture, and our history. What will you and I do to ensure that it lives on and thrives? into these days ahead in ways big and small let us never forget to raise our lahui and know who we are as kanaka and to never be afraid to act and never be ashamed as our grandparents and great-grandparents were taught to be let us always aspire to the greatness that is our Lahui Kanaka, our Lahui Aloha. Nalela mahalo anui, kia naina aka kue launa nei. Ekahu kia naina, na kukuna, na maakua, na opio. Mahalo anui ya uko for coming today and for coming each and every year. Mahalo anui to the Lahui for coming each and every time the call goes out to respond whether it's to show up, or to demonstrate, or to rally, to gather, to sing, to hula, let us celebrate. On this day, la ho'ikoi'ea, let us never forget the legacy of being anaka. Hapai kahai, hapai kai, velo mau kai, So I'm so curious how the event at Poka'i Bay went. What was going down over on that side? It was a beautiful day. Poka'i was an awesome venue for the celebration. The morning began with a flag raising ceremony. And then throughout the day, there were 20 some booths 
a mix of vendors and informational tents. And since it was a hot Waianae day, people would take breaks from the tents to go jump in the water. There was also a big tent for performers, including Westside rappers Punahele and Empress Stone, who hyped up the crowd. Last year was the second year that Waianae has had its own Lahoihoiea celebration, right? Did you talk to anyone about that? Yeah, I recorded a conversation with Nani Peterson and Mikhail Villanueva, who are Hawaiian cultural practitioners in Waianae and dear friends. They offered powerful mana'o about the significance of La Ho'ihoi'ea, particularly for their Westside community, and they gave a beautiful description of the flag-raising ceremony. Aloha, I'm Makayo Villanueva, uh, I, I hail from Waialua, I currently live in Waianae, Kuea. Aloha no, Ova'o Nani, Peterson, no Waianae Maiyao. I'm from Waianae, homeland. The importance of this day and talk about. I know this is the second time that there's been a celebration here at Pukai Bay, so talk about you know the importance of having this here in White and I as well, in addition to the Thomas Square. Sure, um, if you don't mind, we, we, we'd like to we'd like to offer a chant that kind of outlines uh, the answers to those questions. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Greetings to you. The natives, the precious natives of this land. We call to you our cousins from across the Pacific. We call to you the natives of the continent. We call to you our fellow Aloha Aina from across the world. We call to you those who have not awakened yet, but are looking for a new way of life. Rise up, return to the source of life. Rise up, all life is sacred to Akua. Rise up and heal this land. It is indeed that which feeds us. Return to the umbilical of Haloa and gather together the families. Plant Haloa. Return your roots to the soil, for in doing so we feed the multitudes. Keakua brings the growth. The rain, he kupu, a plant, he mu'o, a sprout, he liko, a bud, na lau, a leaf, na la la, a branch, he kumu, a tree, he kumu ku pa mau. Be that tree steadfast and pa grounded to this earth. Eola, eola, eola no ka'ananiya. Live, live, live in the rolling beauty of time. Hello. So, <clears throat> we talk about. Ea, right? The Glaho Iho Ea is really about our sovereign, ea, all of the words that are associated, associated with Ea sovereignty, life, independence, life, breath, breath rising up, right? This is the most densely Hawaiian populated place in the world, and yet the majority of our people are still celebrating the 4th of July. 
right? Most of us have been so Americanized and so out of tune with um, the truth, what it means to be Hawaiian. Um, Celebrating here today really is um, our our stance to say that's not going to happen anymore. This is our education to um, our community. Um, this is a way for us to decolonize our minds and the minds of those around us. And in our chant, we talked about um, the aloha aina. You don't have to be Hawaiian to be here. If you are of Hawaii, or if you are for Hawaii, you are welcome here. Come be part of this narrative. We're going to take back our narrative. You know what I mean? We're going to take back the truth. And the truth is that we are occupied nation Illegally. Illegally occupied by the United States. And um, the our sovereignty is still recognized internationally. And so um, today we celebrate the the return of our heir, King Ka- uh, Kamehameha III, Kawikea Uli, in 1843, um, was involved in the Paulette scandal, which... Uh, Admiral Paulette had um, George Paulette. George Paulette, thank you, had had taken capture of our islands, lowered our Hawaiian flag, put up the British Union Jack, and claimed Hawaii in the name of his Her Majesty the Queen. Right. Of course, once the Queen found out about that, she, it, it wasn't flying, right? Um, and he was ordered to stand down. Our flag was raised. And at Kauai um, Ha'o is where our king, Kawikiauli, had coined the, uh, the phrase, And so that means the sovereignty of the land has been perpetuated in righteousness. Our air, our breath, our life, our, our everything that means everything to us as Hawaiian people, as people of this islands. And so we hold that dear to our heart and we take it back from the state who have misused the the, the, the meaning of, of that. Um, and today we say, it means that we are doing it currently, Aye. not uamau. Uamau means that it happened before. Aye. Yeah. Today we say, we do it. We're gonna to continue to do continue it. Continue it. Yeah. And this is our way to do that. Aye. Yeah. So this is this is very um, important for our community here to learn to learn about what they never knew, you know, um, and to hold uh, that iini to spark that fire with the understanding so we know how to move forward you know I think that's important Um, understanding the history of course the true history um, that has been uh, narrated incorrectly all these years you know Um, and then just just for our people of white and I to come together to celebrate in aloha in kapu aloha um this is this is the things that we used to do you know it's beautiful it is beautiful, beautiful. yeah i would say there's probably been about three four hundred people um come through here today yeah um we got a couple hundred people here now 
Um, it's nice. Hi, super nice. We had the royal order of Kamehameha. That oh my gosh, that ceremony was yeah. beautiful. The morning ceremony um, protocols. Sure, yeah. sure. So, um, in full regalia, our royal order of Kamehameha with a, a proxy uh, chief um, playing the role of Kawikeauli. Um, had a procession to Kaneaki, sorry, Kaneiliolua, right, the heiau, um, where they malamud their kuleana up there, returned, and then um, participated in the raising of the flag ceremony. And it was beautiful that everybody had um, just kind of spontaneously burst into Hawaii Pono'i. And I was very pleased to hear everybody sing all three verses, <laughs> right? Because since statehood, they only sing one one verse. I think I was 30 years old when I finally learned that Hawaii Pono'i had three verses. I think that the whole procession um, from Kai to our heiau, Kane'iliolo'a, was important for our people to see that they understand this place as being sacred. And therefore, we too should understand our spaces and places are sacred to us. You know, um, they walked around the heiau and did some chants up there. We could hear them from down below and it was just beautiful the way they opened up the space and blessed the area. Um, and, and that's pretty much what they, they were doing was allowing this space to be available for all of us, including our aquas, especially our aquas, our elements that, that um, whoo, guide us, uh, that guide us. Uh, another especially beautiful thing is to watch all of these high Hawaii uh, fluttering in the wind. On every light pole, we and just, I don't know how they got it up there, but I mean, they're 25 feet in the air and they're just flying around on every light pole. Velo no, velo mau kahai Hawaii. Hola, hola. There's about a hundred or so flags. Um, on the ground. On the ground, small miniature flags. Near and then the names of those that stood in, in petition, our yeah. kue petition that were against the annexation of Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. So we stand in um, solidarity with all of them. Yeah, that, that's, that's what this means for us to be in solidarity. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We and want our kupuna to know that their voice never ended there. Yeah. Once we knew better, oh. we could do better. I get a chicken skin. Oh, okay, kahi. I get puma nene. I get chicken skin. Aye, aye. Auntie Lynette Cruz from Malama Makua, who's also one of the organizers with Waianaya Lohaina or Vaa, also talked about the significance of the flags. You know where the um, the big flag is, and then there's a bunch of flags stuck in the ground over there, and then further up in the lower part of the heiau, the enclosed area are signs with names on them of Kupuna who signed the Kue petition in 1897 from Waianae. So there's, I think, around 300 names they were able to pull out. There may be more, but those names are familiar because the people who live there know them, right? They're their ancestors. So we lined them up in a particular way so that when the procession was coming from the, the farthest part of the heiau, 
down the middle road, they would have to pass by. And it's as if there were a crowd of people just standing over there. And Shad did a really interesting thing. And we're not close. We didn't follow them up. We're down this side. Shad stopped over there and acknowledged them and spoke to them. And he did an Oli. And I was, I was moved by that. Because there's no prompting. We don't know what people are going to do. We figured we were just going to put them there so they can kind of wave at you as you walk by. But they were acknowledged. That was really deep for us, you know, that acknowledging of their presence through their names. And then later on in the, at noon, five minutes to 12 or something, one day, went and put the flag, did the flag raising, and I got as close as I could to take photos. But I could see not just the big flag and the lily, but the smaller flags on the ground, uh, all next to them. One of the things I noticed was, because they put them up last night, um, in order to keep the flags upright, because that whole area is like hard packed dirt, they had to drill holes for each single flag and place them in there. But some of the flags fell over. Some of them, the flags slipped down a little. Some of them, the flags slipped down all the way. So the flags themselves are at different levels, which kind of, to me, became a, a metaphor for the people. Some are flying through, they're intact, um, and some are, have descended an inch or two or three or four, and so kind of unsure, uncertain. And some fell over, like give up, <laughs> forget it. And so I looked at that and I thought, oh, hey, that's us. I mean, you know, what, a, what a good illustration of the fact that people are at all different levels, but it doesn't really matter because they're still there, no matter what level they're at. And so we can appreciate, and then we have Kuliana, right? The guys that are like us, supposedly caretakers, and we have to fix them and make sure that next time the flags are all level, that they're all clear and that they're secured on the bottom so that they don't slide down. So it tells me we have work to do. That, maintaining the Lahui maintaining the level of education that they have so that they participate more often and understand. That's a kuleana. And finally, here's Nani and Makayo again. The, the biggest mahalo, I would have to say, for today and for last year to holding this event is the Va'a team. Hi. Yeah, Waianai Aloha Aina just came through again you know, um, and holding this special event for this special holiday that we all should be celebrating. Hi, and I want to see this grow and grow and Aye. grow. You know, I, I've been really impressed with the the amount of events surrounding La Hoi Hoiea um, throughout the Pai Aina and throughout, even even in the U.S., bro. Aye. There's people yes. today. In Michigan, Michigan celebrating celebrating You know, big shout out to to those guys. You know, anything Aye. we can do to support one another, um, yep. in in educating not only our own people, especially our own people, but even the um, the general public as well. Aye. You know, what I mean, we need their sub their support because a great injustice had been done, and and continues every, and continues every injustice. 
since then is a direct result of the loss of our nationhood. <clears throat> and, and by nationhood, I mean our governance, right? Our self-determination, our ability to um, control what happens to our resources, right? Um, because our nation is still here, right? And we're not the, we're not, we're, we are victims, but we're not playing victim anymore. Yeah, we're not playing victim anymore. Now is we... the time to stand up to Kuwe on yeah. everything Hawaii for the pono of Kako, the generations to come. Aye. And it's not just raw, raw, raw. Yeah. We look at all the love inside here. Aye. You know what I mean? It, it's it's so ono. We're like just balao, balao, balao. Yeah. Once you get us started, hard for stop. I mean, especially when <laughs> you're talking so about stuff. Yeah, you talk about yeah. the stuff. Right. Passionate about it. So, I mean, just this is an encouragement to everybody that is not aware of why we do what we do. Why are people still stand um, and, and fight for Hawaii? Um, we still stand and celebrate um, our holidays and everything Hawaii. It's important for all of us for our future. Yeah, so Helemaikako. If you cannot come today, we're gonna be here again next year. For oh sure. yeah, and you know we got Lakuokoa. That's our right. actual independence oh, day. Oh my gosh, yes. right, So we have sovereignty restoration today, which is today. Yes. Five months later in history. Five months later. November 28, 1843. 1843. We got the, our our international recognition. Aye. We were an independent state and country, and we continue to be today. In our archive, we found a couple of grant reports from La Hoihoiea from 2006 and 2007, illustrating their future visions for the event at that time. This is from 2006. This event is an important commemoration, but we hope that it is not limited to remembrance. Through acknowledging the history, we want to bring to light the political and legal situation that exists today. One of our goals is to educate everyone living in Hawaii so that the truth of the past is rooted into the future. And from 2007, a result we want to materialize is to celebrate La Hoi the way it was celebrated during the latter 1800s. It was a multi-day celebration with multiple locations included. In our vision, we see a large area, a myriad of events taking place, and a grand scale of people enjoying this holiday. As you heard in this episode, that vision from almost 20 years ago is being realized more and more with each passing year. And it's happening again this weekend. If your community has its own celebration, enjoy. If you come out to Pokai on the 29th or Thomas Square on the 30th, come say hi. HPF community partners Malama Makua and Maunakea Education and Awareness will be at Pokai, and a whole tent village of HPF partners will be gathered at Thomas Square. We hope to see you there. Ahui ho! Hawaii Rising is a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund produced by me and me with additional support from Mickey! Our theme music is Revolutionary from the band Ukla the Mock, written and sung by Mickey Hui Hui. A big thank you to our community supporters and to you, our audience, for listening. 
Ahui ho. Dim spending done